episode. This is episode 99. Big 99. One episode before the end of SETI BIMCO. Right. Episode 49 <laughs> since season two took over. This is your co-host, George O'Connor. And with me is my co-host, Tim Hamilton. And this week, we're going to watch 1988. Slugs, the movie. Chosen by you. Chosen by me. To go with Squirm. Yeah, a little companion piece, although separated by some time in the airing, unfortunately. And every week. You've been away two weeks, so you missed it. You yeah, probably, sure you probably did. missed it. Every week we ask an angel question. Oh, what's the angel old question this week, Tim? You know that baby and Rockabye Baby in the treetop and when the wind blew, the, the baby fell cradle down. Cradle will yeah. stop and when the bow breaks, the cradle baby will fall. fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about that baby? <gasps> what about did, that baby? Did this Rockabye Baby in the treetop uh-huh. that fell when the bow broke ever get revenge on the mayor of that town for making it illegal for babies to have parachutes? <laughs> <laughs> Seems like what that mayor is overstepping his boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> Babies be falling all over the trolley car tracks and everything. Oh, no. We're doing trolleys, huh? It's Seti Bimco Part 2, The Revenge. The show where we create revenge sequels that nobody wanted. Seti Bimco Part 2, The Revenge. Most, what do you call it? Uh, America's foremost, foremost. Uh, revenge-based podcast, revenge-theme-based podcast. We yeah. make up we make up revenge sequels to movies that never asked for them. And we even ask a wild card t- question. I, I pick a number. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, what is it? Get, get it out of the way. This All is right. the la- the next to last of this category because there's. I changes know there can't coming, be much, but there's changes coming. Oh, changes afoot, everybody. Number ten. Number ten. You're gonna take this note. Yep. Well, I love this one. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. Who's most likely to put their TV on top of the refrigerator and insist that's the best place for it? <laughs> most likely. Do you remember what that's from? Well, this is yet another, yet another reference to Boggy Creek. Yeah, you remember where that Tim scene? noticed. Yeah, there's a scene towards the end of the original Boggy Creek folks where the Boggy Creek monster lays siege to some people lived in a well-appointed trailer. And kids, Tim noticed kids. with his, yeah, but they lived in the trailer with their family. Right, it was just right. the kids are home. And Tim noticed there's a fucking TV on top of that fridge. And that was <laughs> the thing places. he noticed more than like the Sasquatch attacking. Right. I don't know who would put it. Who would put it there? Jeff Foxworthy. Uh, can I tell you something? Yes. Because Cablasto doesn't listen to the show. Uh huh. He's been here the last two weeks. Yes. And I did a, uh, a revenge opening that uh i don't know he he couldn't take it did did he just leave (laughs) no but don't you get it is is there a problem with me i said did batman oh did alfred ever get revenge on robin for Uh taping over all his butler porn with episodes of uh young sheldon i mean i get it he couldn't (laughs) understand there was such a thing as butler porn that's all he's caught up on I like, think, I'm sure there is butler porn. Yeah, I'm going to offer. I think he's probably protesting too loudly. <laughs> I think Kevin Cablasto probably has a wide selection of butler porn, maid porn, chambermaid porn. You know, right. all, like he probably is really into servant porn oh, and he, he felt he felt exposed. Chambermaids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tim. White, white snake. White snake. No, not white snake. The Layer white the white worm. worm. Uh, yes. Keeping so, alive our tendency to make references to obscure bits that we fixate on in past episodes. Uh, Another SETI Bemco hallmark. 
So we should just get to the movie because we talk a lot about the movie usually. Oh, Unless you have something okay. to say. I, I just ramrodded right over everything. You're Only thing I have to say, Tim, is I want to address a little piece of mail. Do we want to talk about that now or later? Uh, I guess do it at the end. We'll just say we're going to talk about it. So okay. A certain right. winner? Or do you want yeah, to do I it Yeah, I guess now? so. No, no, we'll do it. Well, mm, we'll let that let's person do it. know. We're going to get to it. We're going to get to make it, Make him everybody. listen. Make you listen. <laughs> I don't them. know anything about you. Two. I have to do two drawings. Oh, I didn't know if the contest was first come, first serve. I think it was just, I was so certain that your story, that particular episode, which I wish you could remember what it was, was so rancid and so, it just went on so long. I thought no one would make it through to the end. And now we have our answer. Okay. Two people did. So that's better than I thought. All right. All right. We should, so let's uh, talk what's, about. What's a good segue? How about, uh, your, how about this? Your episode. Your, yeah. No, go ahead. Go. I would say your story left a triumph of trail of slime everywhere it went. It did? Just like this movie. Oh. Uh, that sucked. Do, right. do you, you want to at least do the synopsis? Can you do that? Without yeah, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. Uh, yeah. So, folks, just as a heads up, no notes this week. This is George Flyme. Although I did watch the movie more than 24 hours ago, which is a plus. <laughs> but... There was just something about this movie. Instead of sitting there, notebook in hand, hitting pause periodically, I'm like, I'm just going to sit back and enjoy this ride. And this ride was the movie, as it was, its official title is 1988 Slug the Movie, or as it is known in its original Spanish release, Slugs, Muerte Viscosa, which yeah. I'm pretty sure means slimy death. This was all Spanish actors, I believe. It was not all Spanish actors because the main guy was from Warriors. You know, oh, Warriors come out familiar. to play. Yeah. So what I... I missed that. I know. I pegged that one immediately. So here's what I learned. Tim, and I don't know if you... People were remarking this in the trivia and various websites apparently. Mm-hmm. So this movie was filmed in two locations. It was filmed in Spain and that was mostly interiors yeah. and then dubbed. But then it was also filmed in a small town in upstate New York, which I forgot to record the name of. I could tell. So, yeah. And That's apparently upstate. there was matching. They were trying to do a matching of sets that doesn't work very well. No. I didn't watch close <laughs> enough to notice that. But they say like there's you could definitely see how like what's supposed to be the same house. There is a Spanish version and an upstate New oh, York version. The Spanish yes. interior. Yeah, Spanish interior and New York interior and exteriors. So uh, the movie is uh, like it's a weird Spanish – a Spanish movie made for an English-speaking audience. Uh, The guy who directed it is named Juan Picure Simon. He did another movie called Pieces that I think we should see at some point. Oh, and Pod People. Yeah. No, wait, he did – He did Pod People. I saw that. That's what I have written down. (laughs) Pod People. I think I've seen that. I think that's good. That's good. It is. It's good, this bad. is actually, yeah, it's actually based on a novel written by a person named Sean Hudson, which I was kind of amazed this wasn't just like a weird Jaws knockoff, Yeah, but maybe the novel was. And from what I read about, uh, I, I was able to find a synopsis of the novel online. It's actually pretty damn similar to the novel. So this is, hmm. we're kind of looking at like a Peter Benchley into Jaws sort of thing where it's like, maybe they elevated a novel. I don't know. Well, Francesca and, De Laurentiis, she produced it. Ooh. You know what she produced really? also? Uh, Dino Diamantis' grandchildren? I, I forgot. This is his child? But she says she produced Conan. Wow, really? That's what I read. And The Rift from 1990. The Rift. Don't know that. Is that the one about the... the... No, that's The Keep. 
I'm saying the, the keep. That's over like the Nazis get a demon in their labyrinth or something. I, oh, yeah, that, I think that's the keep. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you said? The, yep, that's the keep. <laughs> you said that. I said that, yeah. You, you don't have a lockdown in <laughs> mentioning the term Nazi in this show. Although <laughs> no. people may disagree. They might be like, oh, Tim and his Nazi references. <laughs> yeah, here, here's the synopsis. Yeah, for, for reasons... Basically, I, I guess and I'll give a little spoilers in my synopsis. Uh, a series of mutant slugs start eating people in a small town in upstate New York. Mm-hmm. Um, it is revealed that that is probably the result of toxic waste, though never conclusively so. And our hero, uh, Mark, I forget, it's Mark or Mike Brady, who is a health inspector, he needs to uh, save the town because whenever he says giant carnivorous slugs are eating people. He is rightly treated like a lunatic. <laughs> right. And then uh, also I would bet money. There is a version of this, which is a softcore porn. Hmm. It wasn't too much nudity. Although that's everyone, I think everyone in this movie was very horny. Adults, yeah. That's why I kids, think <laughs> cats, I dogs. think, and there was some nudity and there was a lot of scenes of people being like, let's get dirty and let's get naked and crazy. That's why I'm saying, I think there's a version out there like maybe you go to Spain where like slimy death means something different <laughs> where like they don't cut away from them being naked as much. No, I was, these people were odd. They came home from work all tired. <laughs> One guy's like, I want a steak. And, but, but first let's get naked. <laughs> yeah. People, everyone immediately, this is like a bunch of people who are descended from bonobos because <laughs> they immediately use sex as their way of relating to each other. That's probably a, a, a reference lost on a lot of people. Uh, yeah. Bonobos are apes that instead of using violence, like the way chimpanzees and humans do, mm-hmm. they settle all the dispute with rubbing each other's genitals. Yep. And some bonobos, they write their phone number on their eyelids and blink at other bonobos. They like that's, you know, that's where Indiana they Jones do. got that from. <laughs> It's yeah, he very was out famously, in the but, and he saw that. He's like, oh, but the problem is, bonobos I mean, don't have written language, so it's just it's weird drawings of bananas and stuff. Right. <laughs> bonobos, what stupid animals, dummies. We <laughs> start right, out. So, you didn't take many yeah. notes, but uh, I, I want to talk about the opening scene. You do okay. So far as I know, this has no playoff anywhere else. There's these two no. people in a lake, and there's a guy fishing, and mm-hmm. he's got his feet hanging into the water. And there's a blonde lady with him, and she's like, I want to take off all my clothes. Yes. And she's about to take off her shirt. And I'm like, oh, is it this movie? When he starts screaming, and he gets pulled into the water by, as it turns out, oh, we don't see it now, slugs. Slugs. And I should mention, when I say these are giant slugs, folks, this isn't like a six-foot slug situation. No. This isn't even like a one-fit slug. It's like, this is a, these slugs are big. They're like, They're, maybe the biggest is like six inches long. Yeah, yeah. Like a burrito, I mean, a little burrito, a yeah, little Taco like, Bell burrito. Like if you saw this slug, you might in real life, you'd point to go like, good Lord, that's a giant slug. Mm-hmm. But it's not like it's not going to eat you whole. And it's also a slug. It moves like a snail's pace. Yeah. Literally. Or a like slug's the f- pace. The slug's pace as it may be. <laughs> so this guy gets pulled into water. There's a huge geyser of red. Mm-hmm. And uh, what happens to the lady? She just screams, we, right? We never see them again. And we she, never she even town. hear reference to them. Yeah. Nope. nope. No, she this, might have fallen in. This is, well, this is a scene tacked on after the fact, I'm pretty confident. Yeah, they just had, I don't know, extra money. And it's all, it's, well, it's also, that never happens. It, I, it's a weird external scene. It, it's a, I already said, like the intern, the internal scenes, like scenes shot in inside seem to be shot in Spain. Mm-hmm. This one, judging by the fact everyone is dubbed, 
was yes. another Spanish shot. And Might I just think it's something they threw in the beginning. Yeah. Sell it. That's the yep. short film they made to sell it. Oh, you know, you might be right. Maybe it was the trailer. <laughs> it's like, slugs, they're going to eat you. In the short film, she, she had a lot of clothes. Took them off slowly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I want to emphasize, people, we got very close to seeing some boobs here, but we did not. <laughs> Tim, question. Yes. Slugs, they don't swim, right? Uh, I, I don't know much about slugs. Yeah, I feel like slugs don't swim. But they feel- survive underwater. Maybe. Is this a case? There's no uh, people who are a fan of my theme song. I regret to inform you there's no George's current currency kerner here. But maybe in this episode we could do George's slug habitat news or something. I'm so sorry. I'm going uh, I'm so What's sorry wrong? you weren't here for massage parlor. Murders. Oh, was there a lot? The opening scene was all and and this was shot just imagine a Jack Weiss film. Shot like a oh. Jack Weiss film. That's number Ooh, one. I'm already, I'm, already, I'm already super sad I missed it. <laughs> Opening scene is a man in a massage parlor, and the whole time she's like, Want me to take my shirt off? Cost you $20. He's oh like, my God. Mm, How about $15? She's like, Nope, $20. And they go through a whole thing <laughs> after she takes her shirt off. She's like, I can make you feel good. $40. <laughs> the whole time he's just like, How about $30? Anyway, oh, it so was much- made for you. Okay. By the way, Tim, I just looked it up. Slugs cannot swim. In fact, Ooh. one of the most popular ways of controlling slugs in your garden is tricking them into a container where they drowned. Of alcohol, though, I think. I, beer. I, yeah. Yes. Or beer. Uh, or beer. <laughs> mm. uh, they can withstand brief periods of immersion underwater, but they drown after several hours. Oh, hours. Wow. Yeah. That's okay, a long so, time. They yeah, can get maybe out. this is okay. You got to stand yeah. there for an hour and hold them down. I'm just saying, like, maybe the slugs may... Well, the, you know what? Also, normally slugs don't eat people, so let's just assume that's part of the mutations. All right. There was an old man, but I have no interest in this old man. He was not fun at all. Well, he Tim, <laughs> he's such a Jack Elam. How could you say that? He was... He treated his dog badly. That uh, wasn't his dog, I read. That, I was like, well, yeah, why are you dragging it home? Yep. I couldn't tell. Well, here, just for those you don't see, then the next scene we have... Yeah. Uh, is an old man who like some teenagers almost run over. Yeah. I don't blame him. And them. he's yelling at him. And those teenagers, <laughs> by the way, that's the same teenagers who later on in this movie commit sexual assault and don't get play any trouble for it. Right. That was spoiler. weird. Anyway. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, spoiler. So these teenagers almost run over an old man and he yells at them. They yell back. Then he finds a dog and he kind of drags the dog to his house. And he goes into his house, which is piled with garbage. Just piles of garbage on the floor. He eats a he eats a pizza off the floor, which I was not having. I was having a rough time with that. And then he eats a little bit, and then he takes the rest. And instead of throwing it back on the floor or out in the front of his house, he throws it in his basement. I know, piles of garbage. Just piles of garbage in the basement. Just like seems like probably the worst <laughs> thing you could do with like your garbage. If it is his house, oh no, he's getting evicted. Sorry. Yeah, later scene he gets evicted. So it's his house, I don't and understand. then we we see his basement is a roiling mass of <laughs> giant black slugs too. Right. Then he goes and lays down on a couch, so he and hits, uh, yeah. we can't see this point of view. Like the back of the couch obstructs his view. He lays down and immediately starts Whoa. screaming. Oh, he, turned oh. On the, he, he turned on the TV. He wanted to watch the new hit show, Renegade. 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 Ooh, what, what is Renegade about, Tim? Renegade. Oh, wait, no, this is real? This I thought you were making up a Tim thing. It was a TV show? Yeah. All right, Renegade TV show. Wow, look at that show. <laughs> uh, Lorenzo Lamas. Yes. Lorenzo oh, Lamas oh. and Renegade. He sat down to watch that show. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't think that matches up time-wise. <laughs> shh, shh. 
It's close. <laughs> no, it's, close. it's not. This is a full four years before Renegade premiered. Oh, he's sitting there to watch the premiere of Star Trek Next Generation. Uh, that might like, be, is that 88 really? Yeah. It's like, I don't like this plot uh, this planet turns into a big, big space, uh, jelly monster. Is that really what the first episode of Star Trek The Next Generation was about? Yes, yeah, a space station. They're like, something odd's going on Man, here, but the space station was a, a, a giant uh, jellyfish, space jellyfish. Guess there's a reason I never got into Star Trek. <laughs> it gets better. <laughs> so, um, so now we meet some, Something Night eats Club. him off camera. Yeah, something eats there, him. Yeah. Then we go to a nightclub and meet annoying Question people. Question really quick. Yeah? Does, does the dog die? I didn't know what happened to the dog. I don't think they okay, ever let, showed let's us. Just, all right, It got away. Good. That's good. Got All on right, a good. bus. Went to Brooklyn. That's a smart bot. That's a smart dog. <laughs> All right. So then we're at a nightclub. The Ashton. I wrote it down. Ashton's the name of the town. Oh. All right. Oh, I said another fun filled night in Ashton because they look like they're uh, having a, a terrible time. Okay. Don't they? <laughs> yeah. This did. <laughs> I, I, I even though I immediately clocked who the main character was, I had to trouble telling him apart from his friend. Yes, Mike is the main They're, one, right? Mike, yeah, his, Mike his, Brady, his wife Kim. Kim. They meet the sanitation man. I'm like foreshadowing. Yep, he's there, and uh, he looks remarkably like Mike Brady. Like, yes, they decide the cast is like, are we looking for two guys about five foot ten with kind of mousy brown curly hair? And clean shaven, and uh, yeah, they're just basically the same guys going out for the same sort of parts. <laughs> yeah. And his wife, Kim, another lady says, oh, you don't look like a bitch. I'm like, what? Oh, yeah. And she's what like, the oh, fuck? all the children call you the wicked bitch of the West because you give homework. And the other What? <laughs> yeah. How is that friendly conversation? Also, I know. And like, I'm going to say something a little bit maybe ageist here. What is the sanitation workers guy's name? Yeah, Mike and Don. Don's wife has to be at least 15 years older than him, right? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're being ageist. <laughs> like, I am, but man, Tim, not that there's anything wrong with that. Love finds its way. In all, I literally thought she was his mother Yeah. until there's a scene later on when they're making out. And then it was like, I was, I was kind of startled. The inevitable scene where she comes home, like, I'm tired. Yep. Let's get down. Interestingly, like so, while a lot of the male actors did seem to be American, mm-hmm. I feel like every female actor was Spanish and badly dubbed. Yes, very. And they all had very deep husky voices. And that's so. That's the first thing she says to Kim. You don't look like a yep wicked bitch. You know how she got that nickname? Because she's soluble in water. <laughs> because of the terrible homework she hands out. Oh, you said that already. Yeah. You know how terrible her homework is, George? <laughs> oh, how, yeah, ta- how terrible is it, Annie Youngman? <laughs> it's so terrible. The dog yeah. won't even eat it. Oh, that's pretty bad. <laughs> it's so terrible that most kids uh-huh. refer to it as the Dave Matthews Band of Homework. Oh, that is, wow. <laughs> it's so that's terrible. Uh-huh. The exchange student from New Jersey actually wanted to go back to New Jersey. Wow, there exchange student from New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. Was that a list? <laughs> A little one. Is that a list? That's a, li- that's a little <laughs> list. That's the, that's the uh, folks, if you review your episode of Seti Bimco like a fine meal, that was the, uh, that was the appetizer. <laughs> I don't always do two. <laughs> yeah, you do. I do you not. Always, you, always, you always sneak in a stealth. You might not call it a list, but it's, it's like the list that didn't take off. You're like, I'm still going to use it. <laughs> that one took off. <laughs> yeah, that one has yeah, wings. It, it drank yeah, red, red Bull. 
Yeah, it definitely is. It has wings like Paul McCartney. How's that? Beatles reference, everybody. Oh, Kim and husband make out while Snail watches in the window. Did you notice that? <laughs> no, I did not. I didn't. No. There's a snail in the window. Why the do we have so many movies <laughs> where slimy, like, like we've had movies now where people make out and worms watch them, <laughs> movies where people make out and snakes watch them, and now we have slugs. Oh, don't forget. What's going on? The naked woman that the monkey watched. <laughs> no, no gold, wait, golden yeah. Amazons. Golden Amazon. Like, no watching naked ladies for you, and he smacks the monkey. <laughs> our rich, so, our rich back history. Rich back history. Almost 100 episodes. <laughs> Woo! Episode 99, folks. Uh, so they have to go evict this guy. Well, next, it, it's the next morning, and for reasons I don't understand, Mike, who is, we learn his job is he is a health inspector. Mm-hmm. He accompanies the sheriff to evict this guy. But they knew something was and, wrong, I thought. Well, I mean, he's Didn't a guy they? who throws all his food in the... I don't think they were expecting anything okay. wrong. But the sheriff is I think over, th- overly uh, overdoing the asshole bit. Yeah, right. The sheriff's a real terrible asshole. Also dubbed, so probably yes. Spanish. Like, um, don't smoke in my they, car. <laughs> I don't know why I just show like him. Uh, I guess because he's a health inspector. I mean, yeah. you, you know what this reminds me of? Um, do you ever see the, the Donald? Snatchers. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Another movie where the health inspector is the main character. Like they, that doesn't happen often. No. That's a movie I would say we should Two do times. for this, but that is certainly a movie that's too good for Seti Bimko. Yeah, that's a good movie. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I started watching it again recently and didn't finish it. Oh. Uh-huh. No reason. I was just tired. Oh, but okay. I, I mean, it was good. I forgot Jeff Goldblum was in it. I was mm-hmm. like, yes. Leonard Nimoy. Leonard Nimoy, of course. I remember him being in it. Uh, so they... Uh, they show up at the house. Yep. They go through the they window because no one answers. They go through the window because nobody answers the door. And the other cop and says, I never smelled some, nothing so awful as this. Not even a yep. nam. Got Vietnam again. <laughs> yeah, yes, Vietnam reference. <laughs> <laughs> I was, if I had been keeping notes, I would have delightedly written down the fact that we had a nam reference. But I was not, so I did not. <sighs> and our hero, Mike Brady, goes, oh, no. And we see what he sees, and it's like the partially devoured corpse of the old man from the opening scene. Yep. Skeleton, right? Uh, kind of skeleton, skeleton. Here's the thing. I remember him having eyes, hmm. but then they later on said, what ate his eyes? So I guess he didn't have eyes. <laughs> no, there's a lot of inconsistencies we'll get to. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I'm willing to part. I'm going to say that's probably my fault more. <laughs> I think I remember eyes too. <laughs> yeah, it was like a skeleton with just eyes. I'm like, ooh, that's weird. <laughs> and one of the highlights fell down. It had a phone number on it. And it, but it was written in Bonobo, so it was just a drawing of a banana. Guys, we are such good yes-anders. Um, so then they go outside, and they're like, what could have done this? And there are big silvery trails leading all over the house from the man's corpse into the basement. Mm-hmm. Now, look, I'm not going to say my first thing I think of when I come across a body is slugs ate them. But there's very few animals in the world that leave as distinctive a trail behind them as a slug does. Yeah. We all you know, know or a snail. It could be that. Like, Tim, if you find a body missing its skin, possibly <laughs> has eyes, possibly doesn't, and there's a bunch of silvery, slimy trails leading away from it in lines into the basement, what are you going to think? Uh, Slugs or, sl- or snails. Uh, yeah. I don't oh. know. I'm just saying. Or gnomes. 
Gnomes. Oh, could be could be gnomes with leaky leaky bottoms. Yes. Oh, uh, they have to go help a nasty lady with a little dog because her plumbing's backed up, right? Is that yeah, that sounds familiar. That's what I wrote. Yeah. And at school, they're all. Oh, at school, the kids are talking about the, the guy that got his eyes eaten out. That's what I have written here. Oh, that was interesting, actually, because yeah, cause yeah the, the part that is next is he goes. Mike goes to visit his uh, girlfriend, the wicked bitch of the West, at her school, and. You know, they we see a little bit in class where they're talking about Romeo and Juliet, which I thought was going to be a theme. Yeah. Nothing of that ever comes but up again. Something important happens. I got to mention George. Beth, Ooh, what? A, what? A girl named Beth. She's like, I'm sure it's the goat killer. Did you notice yeah. she goes on about the goat killer? A couple <laughs> times she movie. goes on about the goat killer. <laughs> so there was definitely a plot line with the teenagers that got cut out of this. Uh, but beyond the Halloween party. Yeah, I mean the goat killer thing keeps coming up. There was stuff. I don't know. Well. Um, Maybe he I'll show- fill in the blanks on that, everybody. Ooh. Anyway. Well, here's a question, Tim. Like, this is a serious question. Oh, no. So he shows up there in his lunch break. He goes there. He talks to the teacher. And they're going out to lunch. And he's like, she's like, you, you want? how was your day? He goes, well, I won't tell you about it if you want to have a good lunch. Right. She goes, oh, yeah. That's I right. heard about Mr. Bell. He got- how did she hear about Mr. Bell? <laughs> the kids. Kids told How her. did the kids hear about it? <laughs> he literally just came from the house where he discovered True. that it happened. I don't know. It's a small state town, George. I think. All right. New theory, Tim. Slugs think, didn't kill. You think the goat killer was telling people? I no. I think the kids killed it. I think the kids ate uh-huh. him. And the silver was um, their shape. It was they, their pencil shavings <sighs> and their drool. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I didn't take notes. <laughs> Well, Mr. Sanitation Guy has to go into the sewers uh-huh. and uh, find out what's plot. This is at the lady's house. They go to the lady's house who's mean. Yes. She says her – and for some reason, Mike Grady is also there because he's everywhere. Yeah. He's like, what's going on? Oh, he's got a hunch. Mm-hmm. So he goes down and he pulls like a, body, a lot of gross stuff out of the sewer pipe. Yeah. I'm not actually – we see him pull out like what looks like – I thought maybe it's a giant slug at first. Yeah. It might just be a big chunk of meat. It's something pink and gross. You don't really see what it is. And then he pulls out a old Jesus from a nativity scene. But it was a reptilian Jesus. Yeah. It was a lizard on a cross. And he's like, I sure hope the Smithsonian doesn't see this. Yes. Then, in your version, Tim, did you suddenly cut to commercial and you came back? He was just looking at his hands like, where'd it go? Yes. That's what happened. They Smithsonian, they don't want us to know that in those giants ruled the earth in those days. Because then he pulled out a Playboy from 1969 with uh, precious water. Oh, my gosh. Precious water. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And he was really mad because somebody had done the crossword in it. Right. (laughs) And drawn a mustache on her. (laughs) And uh, what else can we do? Oh, mega stuff Oreos. Mega stuff Oreos. Was that a thing? Uh, Kevin admits to buying mega stuff Oreos. I made fun of him. He'll... Ooh. All right, so Kevin, I'm, I'm calling you out because <laughs> best part of Oreos is the chocolate uh, the chocolate cookie. There's double stuff and there's mega stuff. Double stuff's even too much. That's well, too much. Bigger. This... Kevin's gross. eating those. All right. How many, how many does, does Kevin have a full assortment of toes? Do we know that? <laughs> I've it never seen like them. If you eat mega stuff Oreos, you'd lose a couple <laughs> toes here and there. <laughs> Kevin, I've if you have a full them. allotment of toes, or if you have a theory of how many toes occasional co-hosts Kevin Cabasto might have, write to us at SETI Bimco with an E at the end at gmail.com. Yeah. yeah. 
All right. Teacher so Kim. something in the sewers. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, teacher Kim. Well, I think she goes back to school and then she gives homework and they call her the wicked bitch again. Or we're cutting between uh-huh. scenes, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember them going back to school, but yeah. Well, they all go to a late local diner where the kids hang out. Mm-hmm. And Beth is like, I'm pretty sure the giant goat, the goat killer, killer did this. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see the movie Beth thought she was in. Something evil got that old wine. It was the goat killer, I'm telling you. Give us a break. Don't start with that goat killer shit again. It's not shit. He really exists. Who exists? The goat killer. He comes down from the hills at night and he kills people. And then he eats them. That's gross. You know, like a goat killer is a a better antagonist than a bunch of slugs. Oh, you know what we're missing here? What? Maybe this is before. Maybe this is after. When did they find the slug in the garden? Mm, Somewhere around here. We're going home. This is a key scene. Unless you do. Do we need any more about Beth and her goat killer theories? Uh, They just hang out there and she talks about it. They they play Billy Joel in the jukebox. Yep. They play We Didn't Start the Fire, even though I don't think it was out yet. <laughs> no, they play. They're like, yeah, what a hot new song. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. And there was different verses for it. It was like an alternate history version. It was. So instead of JFK blown away, it says, J-O-K, JFK, he's okay. <laughs> it's weird. This is from another yeah. universe. Smithsonian. Yeah. <laughs> Smithsonian. I don't know. I Smithsonian do took our lizard genius away. <laughs> what else do I have to say? <laughs> what so, a good episode. What a good episode. Yeah. So... At some point, Mike goes to the teacher's house and he's like, where are you doing? She's like, I work in the garden. He's like, that's what you call it. And we see her garden's covered with slime. Yes. And we see some giant, a giant bunch of slugs in there. Yep. This is my favorite special effect of the whole movie. He reaches down towards the slug. Pet it. It's done well. I will say this. Yeah. Like for just, just a second or two, this thing has a fucking full on mouth and teeth and it bites him. Oh, he's like, ah. Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah. And then he grabs it in a jar, and they take it to um, the science teacher at the school. At it took school. me a while to figure out what this guy was. He has a outla- outrageous British accent, which is kind of funny. What can I say? One thing that I've got here. Yeah. The other, I was confused. The other lady also, she goes home, and she gets out a drink and starts watching war movies. Is that the other wife, or is that Kim? All right. Yeah, there is. A confusing bit in here because at some point we're introduced to another friend too of Mike. He's a businessman. He's he's put. He's a businessman to have a deal with a shopping center. He also looks like them. Yes. He he has a wife who also looks like the other Spanish wives. But there's a whole thing with her just coming home, getting a drink, watching a war movie, and as soon as he comes home, she's like, "Oh no, I better make dinner. Look busy. Yeah, (laughs) don't know what's going on there." She makes a comment <laughs> later. Like, there's a subplot that got cut. She's like, I'm sorry I've been such a bitch lately. I think it's the, he goes, drinking? She goes, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what is this plot? I just want to get, they take the slug yeah. to the English science teacher. They do. Who tells them about slugs. Slugs have three rows of teeth. They eat vegetable matter. And then he realizes that this slug is something different because when he's analyzing the slug, he cuts one open, which definitely was a real slug they killed. So yeah. this was like clearly not a U.S. because you can't kill bugs and slugs and stuff in movies. Nope. And then the other slug crawls through a cage and like pretty upsettingly kills a hamster. Yeah, I was very upset because he just watches that slug murder that hamster. And yeah. hamsters are not animals you could train to act. I feel like they really fucking killed that hamster. That, that, was, that was Benny. Was Benny the hamster? Yes. And he didn't All even right. try to save him. Nope. You know why? And the hamster, why? You know why? Because <laughs> I got a list oh, no. of reasons oh, no. why. He just let that slug murder Benny the hamster. <laughs> <laughs> no, why? 
Well, number one, it's one it, Benny was it's a, number one on the list. It's a Spanish <laughs> movie production. They don't have protections for animals. Yeah. Benny was okay. always trying to convert John to the Presbyterian church. That's one reason. Okay. Uh, this, that's justifiable. And Benny was pretty dangerous. His prison nickname was Benny Benny, killer of many. <laughs> that's your and the last that's one, so Benny, Benny never flushed yeah. the toilet. So there you go. <laughs> Tim. What? <laughs> I'm just saying Tim. But you do have to back up. You missed a couple that we were introduced Ooh, to. Uh, we were introduced oh. to the Lockhorns, basically. They were living well, Lockhorns. I didn't, I didn't realize that was before this. Yeah, this is important. <laughs> well, they intercut a lot. They just introduced yep. that they, they got slugs on their leaves and the wife's like... Clean those slugs. And folks, if you listen to Upsetty Bimco, you know who the Lockhorns are. It's a comic by <laughs> by Bunny Host and John Reiner. It's about two, a couple that just hate each other and stay out. It really was like this. They were just like yep. old couple griping at each other. They have a greenhouse. Uh, he puts the slug gets inside his glove. gardening glove. Ooh, yeah. it, was, it was. And he puts the glove on. Horrific. Yeah. This is the most was, horrific part of the movie. Ooh, I think there was one that was more horrific. We'll get to it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So um, he, Actually, there's two that's more horrific. This is the third most horrific. And, and he's yelling for her help, and she's inside listening to music from 1920s, vacuuming and smoking a cigarette. <laughs> it's pain to yeah. see. Right out of the Lockhorns. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she really did look like the like uh, Loretta Lockhart. Right. Lockhorn. Lockhorn. Oh. So since she, was, she can't hear him, he basically gets an axe and cuts his hand off because he can't get it out of the glove. And yeah, because like the slug fingers. is holding it on. Yeah. Uh, pretty gruesome. Yep. And while he's yep. doing that, he knocks over some gasoline. Yep. And she runs out to find him as he cuts his hand off. And of course, she has a cigarette in her mouth. And she goes, oh, oh no. And the cigarette flies. And, and, the, <laughs> and the whole fucking, the whole greenhouse explodes. Yeah, it was like a house they blew up. It looked like real. Yeah. I mean, this is the thing. Like, this movie, I realized this was not a cheap movie. No. Like they really, there's some pyrotechnics in this. Like they definitely blow up a house here, and wait till the end of the movie, they blow up a lot of houses. Yeah. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> Maybe it was miniatures at the end. I don't know. Man, I don't know. If it was, even if it was miniatures, it was good. It was done well. Also, the special effects, pretty good for the most part. Oh, this is why we come to Mike and Kim because Mike drives up, and Kim's guarding. Oh yes. And Mike, yes. So how do we what, what's the name of this this couple? Oh, Harold and Jean's their name. Because he says, yeah. did you hear about Harold and Jean? They're dead. And he's like, oh, I really like them a lot. They were nice no, people. Said, <laughs> and I'm like, no, they were <laughs> It was actually better because he says, no, but I like them a lot. As if people yeah. he likes couldn't die. In that That's moment, right. Mike's entire worldview was really challenged. He's like, no, see, you don't understand, wicked bitch. Only people I don't like die. When someone I like, they live forever. And that was all he said, because then he's like, oh, look at these slugs in your yard. That was, that was it. <laughs> yeah. That's how we got Actually, there. Actually, he loses a lot of friends in this movie, and he always, he pretty much takes it in stride. Like, that guy, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, at the end, like, this guy has, like, six funerals to go to. And, like, he just doesn't care. And his friend, his friend's name is? This uh, is the friend, we should say, this is the friend who's the businessman, yeah. who has the wife, wife with the drinking problem. She fed him a slug in, in, the, in the lettuce. Basically. This is hilarious. Yeah, she's making. She asks him what he wants for dinner. He's like, I actually could picture a, a salad. Yeah. So she makes him a salad. She's cutting a big head of lettuce, and we see like one of these big black slugs just being sliced up in uh, it. It's it's gross. It is. And then we don't see him eating it, luckily. But then then they fuck. Mm-hmm. 
it's cut for later, you know, for the, the, for the Spanish, like softcore porn version, we see it. Yeah. <laughs> then they're sitting around in robes afterwards. She comes walking down the stairs all sexily. And he's like, oh, and I don't feel so well. It's so funny because he's sitting there in his briefcase and it keeps, I keep thinking it's a laptop, but of course that technology oh, doesn't that's exist right. yet. That's funny. And he keeps like burping. He's like, oh, that salad tastes pretty salty. <laughs> now, Tim, what's the one thing we know about slugs? Oh, right. Salt kills them. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. It does not make sense. I if it was salty. That. So anyway, I guess he eats the slugs and she does. She seems fine, but he yeah. keeps feeling like, oh, my chest. Oh, the pain. I wonder if she didn't eat Just the salad. I think maybe she poisoned him. Hmm. 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 All right. But then we go so he, to the two. Uh, here's my notes. I don't know if you want to. Yeah, go ahead. The, no, you fill in. I'll... The one teenager. Another subplot, another oh teenager, another person with a drinking problem. Yeah, he's waiting for this girl's parents to leave so he can uh, sneak in and suppo- have supposedly you seen... have sex. But he's like, "Oh wait, you got alcohol." Oh, he gets such whiskey dick too. <laughs> yes, his girlfriend, who has like almost no lines in this movie, she shows her parents go out of town. She flicks the lights on. He runs into the house. She's in like red lingerie. She immediately lays down on this like this weird slab like table in front of him. Mm-hmm. She's like, you know what I want, Billy? And he's like, oh, your dad's got whiskey. Yes. <laughs> and, he, and he drinks some whiskey. <laughs> then we cut to them. We cut to them fucking on a waterbed. Is that why the, what, the bed sounds so funny? I didn't know. Yeah. And that's if you notice, they're like digging. Like, it, like <laughs> sound like plastic. It's, it's, yeah, it's terrible. Like they're, they're sinking <laughs> into it. And we see a lot. We're seeing so much of Billy's butt. How'd you know it was a waterbed? You could just see it's a waterbed. I wasn't sure. I mean, okay, it's either waterbed or just the sheer frenzied thrusting of Billy's hips. The Foley artist like, had a bad day. I don't know. <laughs> like, there was the Foley artist. <laughs> and also you could see like it's just it's sloshing. Like, yeah, I guess so. I thought they would use it if it was, you know. No, they don't use the environment very well because they they he has to stop in the middle of sex because his needs a drink. penis has gone limp because he needs a drink. <laughs> so he drinks more whiskey. I'm like, son, that ain't going to help you. <laughs> And then he gets off the bed, puts his foot on the floor. All slugs. Slugs. And he gets a slug in his foot and it's going to his foot. He's going, oh, oh. And then she runs and then, away and falls right on them. Yeah, she just, and then like, it's like about five minutes of this lady laying. I felt that we were watching uh, Love After Death. <laughs> it was a, na- a naked lady laying on her belly. Are you sure it wasn't more but like the- uh, um, uh, Mardi Gras Massacre? Could have been that too, but that's when we only see the front. We only saw her like laying yes. in the back going, ah, oh, right, right. As slugs crawl over her and she's got blood all over her and like they're slowly eating her and, and Billy's watching for the bed just crying because he's got a slug in his foot and he's seeing this girl being eaten. And, uh, and then he kind of goes to the, he tries he to doesn't get away. save her. No. Yeah. He, he, she's like reaching for him. He's like, no, there's slugs. They're very fast. I thought he had not thought very he, fast. Poke the waterbed open and wash them all away. Come on. That would have been smart. Or like salt, just his sweatiness. <laughs> uh, he tries to go for the window. He falls. He gets eaten by slugs too. Yep. I just want to really spotlight home though. Like we see this woman naked on the floor, a slug stuck to her back. Yes. And blood like just, for it's like three minutes. Yeah. It's just, it's like, it, it was doing something for somebody, but that somebody was not me. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm what pretty sure. text you sent me? Oh, the text. Oh. <laughs> what did the text read, Tim? Let me... It's like, oh boy, 
Oh She's boy, bloody naked lady <laughs> yes. on the floor of slugs. I think this has awoken something in me. <laughs> so then the police come and find the kid skeletized. Uh, do we see that? Because I looked away for a second. They come to the house. They don't. Yeah, but do we see the skeletons again? Uh, I thought I did. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, but he says, what next? Demented crickets? The, the cops says yep. that. That was a good, good line. <laughs> Crickets that talk to wooden puppets. What's next? Because we should mention the whole time, uh, Brady, who is clearly, he's like, he's the Brody equivalent. Right. He's, he's the entire time trying to convince them that slugs are doing this. Yes. And the, the, and of course the everyone's like, yeah, the sheriff is like, you're fucking insane. So then he goes, and even though Brady turns oh. out to be right, it's right to think he's insane. He doesn't really, there's a way to break the idea that slugs are killing people on them. And the way Brady does it is not the way to do it. <laughs> How would you? Well, I have the slug that bit a person first. Oh, yeah. I take them and go, check out this slug. Watch how you stick your finger near it. Bites you. Oh, look. And then these slime trails. Oh, there's so true. much evidence there. True. When yeah. he leaves the slug with the professor at school, he doesn't even say, oh, watch out. It, it, it bites. He didn't say yep. that. No, he, Brady's an idiot. He was like, oh, you'll see how special it is. Yeah. You <laughs> might be pleasant. What if that professor was it's, a guy who liked to kiss slugs? Yeah. <laughs> he would have had no lips. He's professor. He, he's responsible for for Be- ah, for poor Benny dying. <laughs> Benny the hamster. Yeah, Benny the hamster. Poor went out. Poor went out for him. I just want to really stress to people the footage of Benny dying was upsetting because this hamster had a slug attached to it. It was mm. rolling around screaming like you can't train a hamster to do that. Like I think they really fucked up a hamster. Mm. Unless it was a fake hamster, I'm not sure. I don't want to look again. Uh, now, at some point here. The sewage worker guy, Don, yeah. he has put together a theory. He's like, check this out. We kept finding dead animals in this one spot here. Turns out this used to be a toxic waste dump back in the 40s. Yep. And now it's the sewers from this spread out. And if you look, they go to Mr. Bell's house, who's the first guy gets eaten, mm-hmm. to the teenager's house. Basically, these slugs mutated from the toxic waste and are traveling along the sewer system. So guess what? House by house by house. If you got an outhouse, you're safe. If you're an outhouse, you're safe unless the <laughs> dreaded Boggy Creek monster comes. If you're an attorney, <laughs> yeah, you have an outhouse. More. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you're safe. So we have a little bit of a we have a theory. Dave is and yeah. who's they Dave? Do cut to Dave. Dave is the one trying to sign a contract for a shopping center, right. and he's out to lunch. Yeah, so we cut to that. So, yeah, Dave, who is his third friend, the one who ate the salad that had the slug in it, the one who had the stomach ache. And his whole thing is he is trying to close a, a business deal for a shopping center. Big deal, like $5,000. He and the mayor. Yeah, like which back – oh, that would have been a case for George's currency, currency, currency. There you go. He and the mayor are working to do this. Grady comes and tries to convince the mayor about slugs, and he's rightly turned away. So <laughs> then we're at this restaurant, which was an Italian restaurant in this town – Dave is there with this lady in the sky who represent these outside influences. And they're like, well, I don't see where we should wait. Let's sign the deal. Yep. The entire time Dave, every once in a while, clutches his stomach. He's like, oh, me stomach. It's my, you know, de dolor. He doesn't actually say that. <laughs> but <laughs> this scene is bananas, though. Uh, yeah. He feels, he feels a little sick. He goes to the bathroom first. He's mm-hmm. washing Warner's face. And he gets a nosebleed. He's like, oh. Mm-hmm. He knows something's up. Yeah. He wipes his face off. He comes back out and they're like, I think you'll feel better after hearing this. They tell him the deal's on. He's like, let's drink to it. Yeah, they clink like their drinks. He takes a sip and blood pours from his mouth into it. Yep. He's like, oh. And then. And then. 
What happens? I looked away. Just I fell asleep. Slugs. No, did you? Okay. Blasto texted. He hits. He hits. Oh, that will, that'll, put, that'll put you out. So then, picture of him eating he, a mega stuffed Oreo. Oh, how gross. Got to stop doing that, Cablasto. So then what's the guy's name? David? Steven? Dave, whatever. Dave. The friend? Dave. He hits the ground behind them in this crowded restaurant and starts screaming. And yes. like just baby slug. Oh, they're not baby slugs, as it turns out. These worms start shooting out of his eyes. And uh, his face is just like it's. It yeah. was it was a good it was a very good special effect. It was very upsetting. Yeah. So this guy is apparently a close personal friend of our hero, Mr. Grady. They're like, Oh, your friend Dave died. He's like, Oh, okay. And they go to the talk to the English professor. I mean the science professor who's like, These are called blood flukes. They're mm-hmm. a special type of parasite that one can get if you eat a slug. <laughs> can I like, can I interrupt here. for a real life horror story? Uh oh. Yeah. Remember a few years ago, there was some kid on a drunken bet ate a ate a slug, and then like he got a parasite oh, from it, yeah, and that's right. they had to remove his all his limbs, and he like never recovered, and he died. Ooh, I didn't. I just knew he died. I didn't know they had to. Yeah, don't eat slugs, folks. Yeah, don't eat slugs or Tide Pods or Tide Pods or uh, what else should you not eat? Let's make a list. Um, human Chick- flesh. Chick-fil-A. Don't don't eat the Chick Fil A. Yeah, Bell. don't eat Chick Fil A. <laughs> <laughs> I would eat Taco Bell for Chick Fil A. Uh, <laughs> Don't eat rocks, small rocks. No, or pet rocks. Uh, living hamsters. Don't eat living hamsters. Um, what else? Uh, I think we got all. Ye- oh, yellow snow. Oh, mega yellow snow. mega stuffed Oreos. Don't eat those. Don't eat mega. Oh, that's the worst <laughs> of all. That'll make, that'll make worms come out your eyes. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Good, good list. Um, they have super thin Oreo, Oreos. You know that? Like. They're, they're, they're one half. Thinner than usual? Yeah, they're, they're like barely, barely a schmear of chili. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's the ones for me. I believe you. And then they have none. No filling. That's even better. And then they have chocolate wafers that they cut in half. All right. Anyway. And, and then they have Hydrox. <laughs> yes, Folks, have that, Hydrox. Was a, that was a Tim Hamilton joke, everybody. <laughs> if you liked that and want to hear more jokes like that, write to us. It's Eddie Bimco at the knee at the end of gmail.com. Rex R. McGill, we got it. He wrote that one. Oh, that guy. We got to get rid of him. <laughs> okay, Sheriff. He hates everybody. What's what I got here? Don figures out the construction let out poison gas loose oh this is uh oh that's the part i said i went out of order and uh they interrogate the chef at the restaurant and he's just like we don't have worms here oh he was an italian stereotype it was awful yeah we know i got worms here that was terrible don't do that yep that's what they did (laughs) they literally did that folks oh uh uh he tells mike that slugs are (laughs) say the word let's hear this hermaphroditic yes he goes there he's like what they're hermaphrodite. What? Even though he's in New York State, can... come on. And you know what? Wait, I, w- I wanted to make sure what? I spelled this right, and I looked it up in the internet. Uh-huh. I found so many statues of hermaphrodite. Yeah, and I'm like, wait a minute. I never saw these in art history. They've hidden these from me. The Smithsonian has stolen them. Yeah. As the resident Greek mythology fan, let me tell you, hermaphrodite. Hermaphrodite is the is the child of Hermes and Aphrodite. Most of Hermes' children tend to be unusual. Hermaphrodite is no no difference. Uh, I think in most accounts was born a man and then became a part female, but sometimes just born straight up as a hermaphrodite. But, but has both sexual characteristics and uh, is a series of a very famous set of statues where. It looks like it is a young woman laying naked on like a slab. But when you look from the side, you see a little ding dong sticking out the side. I saw many statues. 
yeah. but I was upset. I'm like, I never saw these before. They were hidden. I mean, surprise. Yeah, yeah. They were hidden from me. People, look for these statues. Folks, buy my book series, Olympians. <laughs> Hermaphrodite does make an appearance. Hermaphi- her- learn, learn about all about Hermaphrodite. Learn I like that. Like about. I, I like that their name is just a complete conglomeration of their parents' names. Yeah, that was lazy. Uh, so they realize that like these worms can reproduce, and the only way to kill them, nobody ever says salt. Surprisingly, no. the scientist, uh, the English teacher. No, I keep saying the English science teacher. Science teacher. He invents a chemical thing that if you spray on them, it makes them explode in fire, which, yeah. as they point out, considering they live in the sewer, which is filled with methane gas, might be a problem. Yeah. We'll come to that later. And uh, there's also a baffling scene where Kim, there's a slug in her sink, and she yep. calls Mike home, like crying yep. and screaming. I'm like, well, you could leave the house. but Yeah, yeah you could also like grab the slug and put it in a glass. <laughs> It was just a slug that came out of the sink. You'd yeah. be safer if you left your house, I think. Yeah. She, well, it's a sh- did, shades of squirms where squirm where my, my uh, where uh, worms came from the the drink uh, the sink. Which too. reminds me, there was a meeting we missed where Dave has a meeting with the mayor and the people doing the deal, and Mike yep. Mike comes in and says, "Don't do this deal. The water's full of killer <laughs> killer slugs. slugs." So they're like, "You mean if I turn on the water, slugs will come out?" And yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm a total idiot. Yeah, I believe that they're ready to go at a moment's notice. Yeah. So they, they run the water for 20 seconds. He's like, well, you're a liar. <laughs> Get out of town, idiot. Like I said, this guy, he is a really bad lead. He's really dumb. Oh, uh, it, there's also when they uh, there's there's another cop whose name I don't know. He's like the assistant cop. He's like he's, the he's the one that said, uh this looks worse than stuff I saw in Nam. Remember? <laughs> but no. later, when when like more people get killed, he says, This is the most exciting thing to happen since that guy got drunk and walked down the street naked. Remember that? You're right. Yeah, I think that was a callback to previous episode, The Son of the Blob. Was it? Ah, he's talking about Tiger Marsh running oh. down the street naked. <laughs> Woo! He also said it was the most exciting thing to happen since the time <sighs> a naked guy got dressed and walked around the nudist camp. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> it's also the most That's exciting right. thing to yeah. happen uh, since uh, Billy uh. Johnson won the spelling bee by stealing the letter O and preventing Lisa Jenkins from spelling hermaphrodite correctly. Hermaphrodite. Uh, I mean, <laughs> she didn't spell. Oh my god! <laughs> How do you say that word? <laughs> hermaphrodite. Hermaphrodite. Yeah, I'm spelling hermaphrodite. It's, it's, it's correctly. literally. It's Hermaph- it's Herm from Hermes on the front yes. of Aphrodite, but you. You could say hermaphrodite. That's the name of the character. But then when we say it, it's just hermaphrodite. Good. Hermaphrodite. <laughs> hermaphrodite. Like, yes, that word. Hermaphrodite. Woo! It's the most exciting thing to happen since this town was named, voted home of the most terrible homework in the United States. Ooh, yeah. nice. So Call back to the wicked bitch. Gonna leave that one out. Wicked bitch strikes again. <laughs> So let's 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 move into the end game because I think we're there, right? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Because they they failed to convince the mayor, and I guess you know what's funny is that they, that that deal got signed, no problem, and like there's never really any repercussions from that. Nope. Um. So Mark, no, what's his name? Mike. He goes to Bra- he goes Mike to the Brady. Plant though. Goes into the sewer with um, shit. The sewer worker guy. 
Okay. He goes to talk to the band who runs the sewer plant. Remember, he just barges in and says, you got to shut down the, sh- the uh-huh. sewer plant. So I wrote down what he said. He said, mister, you don't have the authority to <laughs> declare a happy I've birthday. the authority to declare happy birthday. Not in this town. Oh, you crazy son of a bitch. What's it going to take? Because yep. it's also a Halloween party. The, the kids are in the woods having a Halloween party. Yeah, while they're going in, while, <clears throat> while um, Mike, Brady Mike and, Don. and Don are going into the sewers to blow up the slugs. Well, actually, he says, we got to lure them to one spot. And Mike goes, yeah. you don't mean what I think you mean. And Don goes, well, I mean, I, I got a better idea. Did you ever find out what this idea was? How to lure them? Uh, Did I miss it? I thought... Well, I thought it was the idea was because the stuff that the teacher created was explosive, they wanted to actually lead them out of the sewer because they kept saying it was a bad idea to do it in the sewer. Yeah. Everything they every idea so, they had was bad. But Yeah, this is all bad ideas. While this is happening, the teenagers who we intermittently check in and are having a Halloween party. A Halloween party with no costumes, <laughs> no hint of it being Halloween. The weather seems very temperate for upstate New York. Yeah. That, it's not, I don't know what this Halloween. was supposed to be. Beth is very yeah. upset because the goat, giant goat killer could come at any minute. She literally is. He's not even joking, <laughs> folks. And another character we met, I don't, never caught her name. She gets sexually assaulted by one of the people. Right. Uh, falls off, runs away, falls into a hole, yeah. gets killed by slugs. Yep. Dragged away. Dragged away. And that's the end. And like these kids don't pay the price. These are the same kids that almost kill the old man in the first scene. I'm like, yeah. we're never going to see these kids. Like these kids got away with sexual assault and almost murdering an old man and yeah i don't know weird weird message but okay weird message don and mike are in the sewers and they're finding all these slugs everywhere and they're walking they're in like hazmat outfits this entire scene this whole sequence is like 15 20 minutes (sighs) you really can't tell who's who because they're wearing like (laughs) only thing that's visible is like part of their eyes and they already looked alike and here's where they skimped on the budget because when it's a wide scene of the slugs they're just Plastic uh-huh. slugs. They don't move. Ah, if you notice. Well, I didn't actually, but. They weren't moving. There was an important scene earlier where they they see some slugs. And this this is hilarious. They're in water. <laughs> yeah. They're standing in their, they're in their knees up, up to their knees in water. And one of the two guys gets the idea. He's going to use an acetylene torch to burn through an exposed power line. Right. He burns through the power line. The electricity falls into the ground. Into the water that they're standing yeah. in, and like we just see sheets of electricity electrocuting maybe the, the slugs, slugs, and they like run but, run away. I'm like, uh, you can't outrun electricity. What are you doing? No, it, I still don't know why it happened because <laughs> we see the slugs. We see footage of like like it's literally like like a, a slalom course of slugs. Yeah. There's so many slugs with electricity drawn over, like blue crackles. But I mean, I don't think they're being killed. Uh, and then they walk into another room where there's like more slugs. And they're they're talking to the science teacher because he's supposed to be opening a manhole, which he can't open. Oh, he's an idiot. Up on the surface, yeah. he's supposed to be opening a manhole for them to get out. And he has a pickaxe and he is the dumbest <laughs> man in the world all of a sudden. He invented an explosive device. Yeah, but so he weak. should know how a, a, a fulcrum <laughs> works, right? He's a science uh, yeah, teacher. Yeah, he does. No idea of how a lever works. He gave me strong pretzy from Hercules yeah. and New York vibes. yeah. Yep. Because when he was in the truck, uh, he seemed all happy. He was like, yep, I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm ready to this plan. Because they're, they're talking about how they could die. Yeah. I forget, but he's like laughing in the truck. He's having a good time. Oh, was it? No. that's a... There was definitely talk about how they didn't want to blow up them inside the sewer because of all the methane. Yeah. Yeah. 
course. But, but, uh, so, but he's trying to let them out of the sewer. So they, they find mean. this he one said room. He had something yeah. to lure with them earlier and we never found, I yeah. never heard what that was. We know. I don't think they, yeah, they, it's entirely possible. They don't say <sighs> the sheriff pulls up and catches him trying to ineffectively use a pickaxe <laughs> to open this thing. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. He just stares at him. So, he All right, so here's him. here's where we're at. So like, there's the kid. No, let's just leave up what the kids are doing because like that's just stupid. Yeah. Brady and Don are in the sewers, and there's like a big vat that mm-hmm. they say is full of slugs. Yeah. And they brought like a bag of meat, and they yeah. throw the meat in there as a distraction. And we see the water froth up, just like what happens in that earlier scene, yeah. like the opening scene. And they're like, "We there's too many slugs. We can't get through that way." So they're trying to open a vent, maybe to flush away the slugs. Yeah. A huge amount of water comes out, blows Don right into the fucking vat. Right. Uh, we and he gets eaten. eaten, and that was disturbing. And he's the one, by the way. Everybody's horny, horny in this movie. He's the one that said goodbye to his wife. It's like I'll be back soon. Yep. Don't worry. Yeah, and just he running out. and he mentioned he had two daughters, Oof. and like there's Ugh. a scene where he says, "Why are you doing this?" He goes, "I have a wife and two daughters. I don't want this <laughs> to happen to them." So I'm like, oh, "The guy who has the most to lose." We see him get eaten horribly by slugs. Um, and a surprising bit of athleticism, yeah. Brady like kind of shimmies out over a pipe very quickly. He does some acrobatics, not him. Yeah, now it, that's why they're wearing the the suits. Oh, you're they right. Hired, yeah, uh, and it's, there was a double <laughs> yeah. almost certainly because this guy was very strong and very agile. Tries to save this guy. He bobs up and like the back of his head's eaten out and his brain falls out. I'm like, that's disgusting. <sighs> so he's dead. He's dead. And he, he climbed. So Brady climbs up the, the suit, the uh, ladder to the sewer thing really quickly with the teacher and the sheriff there. And he's like, we just gotta, it doesn't matter. We gotta, we gotta kill these things. They kill my friend. Mm-hmm. And he he shoots from the surface world the, <laughs> the surface world. chemical that yeah. bl- <laughs> <laughs> the chemical that blows up Everything. slugs. Yeah. And here's where we get this true sense of the budget of this movie. So immediately a geyser of flame shoots up through the manhole cover where they are. Yep. And as we had learned earlier all these houses, all these parts of town are connected along the same route of the sewer. So we're seeing house after house, after business, after business exploding. (laughs) He killed a lot of people at night. (laughs) So many more people died (laughs) from him blowing up without any warning than died in like from like what? Seven people had eaten by slugs. Maybe he must have killed 50. And only one of those people was nice. Uh, two of them, right? Okay, two. No, they can't be dead. They were nice. <laughs> they were nice. Nice people don't die. <laughs> yep. And then we see on the grill, there's just one slug still alive. Did we? Is yeah. That your... The last scene. No, no. Seriously, the last scene is like on the sewer grate nearby. There's one. That's... It's like lit red underneath, and there's a slug just sitting there. So that was slugs. Yeah. That was quick. We we missed a lot of fun stuff. A lot of fun. Did stuff. we? <laughs> what else did we miss? Just some good music and. Uh... There was some good music. Um, that's it. Uh, that's all we missed. Really quickly, Tim, did you enjoy this movie? Um, no, no, no. <laughs> I think if you had to choose, if you were locked on a in a room and you had to watch either this movie or previous Eddie Bimco movie Squirm, <laughs> which would you watch? Oh, I think Squirm's more fun. Oh, come on. Yeah, weirdly, I feel like this should have been more fun because this had a lot of full fledged nudity. Better special <laughs> effects. 
in, in every, almost every way, it was a better movie than Squirm, but I enjoyed Squirm more. Wherever you are, wherever you're hiding, I'll find you. All right, so revenge. first, before we go to revenge, we have our wild card, which, if you recall, Tim, was which character from the movie Slugs was most likely to put a TV on top of the fridge and insist <laughs> that is the best place for it? I think we know. Who? It's, it's uh, the, the cop that went to Vietnam. He, <laughs> he put TV on top of the fridge because it was safe up there from all the... The water, the moisture, and the snakes. And, and the Viet Cong. And the Viet Cong. He goes, yeah, they, uh, you know, the Viet Cong, they build tunnels. He slept on the They f- come through the tunnels yeah. and they get you, but they can't get the tunnels on top of the fridge. And so we're safe here. Yep. yep. But. But. <laughs> oh, wait, was, uh, that your, well, was that your good out? You're done. Yeah, that was the I good out. Well, he was, he, he always wrote it. <laughs> he was in the same Ranger unit as Ted Hawkins. From uh, Crypt of Dark Secrets, Ooh. and the guy, the guy um, Bo Hunk or whatever his name was from Bo-hunk. Beast of Boggy. Was, was there a Bo Hunk? Potai. What was his name? He had a really weird name. But we sure we should make was fun he of from him. From Vietnam too. I don't. You remember the guy was like the guy who was like I saw some shit in Vietnam. A creature from Black Lake. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I forget their name. Pudi. What oh, was his name? Yeah. His name was yeah. A weird name. Puwad. <laughs> That's yeah, right. The three, the three they of them, had a, yep. they had a reunion there that yep. that weekend, and, it, and they were in their house when the gas exploded. Uh-huh. Sadly, oh, then, sadly. And the thing that blew it up was Puad like cooking some <laughs> hot hamburgers because that's all he would eat. <laughs> the other two, this is good. Yeah, <laughs> like, I think but I Ted Hawkins, I think I smell fire, but he was like, "What? What?" Where do you mean you smell fire? When Ted Hawkins, he got blown up, but he was okay because Dombala brought him back to life. Right. Folks, if this makes no sense wow. to you, it's because you haven't listened closely enough to our back catalog. Wow. Yep. It was good. It's good till I said but. Yep. It's always good until you say but. You got to keep them short <laughs> and sweet. You, you <laughs> yes and has no room for buts, Tim. <laughs> I, I think I'll go first. Oh, you wrote one. You took no notes, but you wrote no. one. No. Okay. I mean, I I'll, had... I'll, I. I here's the I watched the movie and I immediately saw like there was there was something that didn't make sense. So to many me. plot points. So we'll start the There's music. There's a lot of plot points that don't there. Oh, music's up. There it's gone. Okay. So this one, this movie, it, I chose this movie obviously as a companion piece to Squirm. Both of them are about slimy garden pests, or in the case of worms, garden aids coming becoming carnivorous and eating people. Did you say garden aids? It garden aids, yeah. Garden AIDS. Helps. Oh, oh not, it helps. It helps. Oh, all right. Yeah. Not AIDS like wow. the not AIDS like the terrible disease, yeah. Tim. Um in Squirm, electricity is believed to be the culprit that turns ordinary worms into stone cold killers. In this movie, we learn it's pros, pros, probably a cocktail of toxic waste left over from the 40s. However, when our heroes, Don and Brady are trying to dispatch the worms before they use the lithium-based explosive device that ends up blowing up the entire town. There is a scene where they use an acetylene torch to melt through an electric wire, mm-hmm. and they electrocute a bunch of slugs. So we think. As we noted, yeah, the slugs, we don't see smoke. We don't hear them screaming like stuck pigs. We see them moving off quickly. Because, of course, slugs are closely related to worms. And if we know one thing, electricity makes worms killers. 
So, Tim, what happens when a killer slug gets hit with electricity? He becomes a, a electric eel. Kind of becomes a super duper killer slug. And they slough off in enormous numbers down the drain. Because they hear somewhere off in the distance in their dim castropod minds. They hear like a, yeah, like a tickling, a calling to them. Gastropod means stomach foot, by the way, people. And they know they must go to some place. They travel miles through the New York City past New York City through the New York sewers and they come out into an urban hellscape millions of these electrified mutant slugs and they look out into the air and they raise their high their heads up and in the distance projected on a cloud they see the symbol of a bat <laughs> That's right. The story's always there. Gotham City. <laughs> in Gotham City. And wouldn't you know, know who's right there? None other than the arch fiend of Gotham City himself, Wormface. Yeah. Yep. As last seen in Squirm. Yep. He was, I called you to me, my slugs. He reaches his face down. One half of his face scarred by worms, one half normal. The slugs instinctively crawl into the normal side of his face. Yeah. He becomes Worm Slugface. Jesus. Yep. And he made, he renews his campaign of terror against the do-gooders of Gotham. Yep. Uh, I think last time he had killed Robin. Uh-huh. This time he kills Batgirl. And did he st- and steal Alfred's uh, butler porn? He steals Alfred's butler porn. <laughs> he replaces it with donkey porn. Okay. He doesn't, doesn't yeah. even notice. Alfred doesn't notice. He's like, yeah, it works. Gets the job done, Master Bruce. Um, <laughs> and, um, do, you need, yeah. do you need a butt? Are you just making this up? Yeah, but, I'm just making this up. Uh, but, uh, but, uh, but, you know, then here's the thing. The slugs did have a sense of justice mm-hmm. and they take slurm worm slug face and they override his mental commands. And he goes down to the town of Ashton and he finds where Brady lives because that town is just destroyed now. Yeah. And all those slug brethren died and all those people brethren died. And they're going to go kill Brady. But it turns out the town folks have already barbecued him because he killed all of their <laughs> right. families while they slept. <laughs> and slug worm face sits there with gastropods and worms dropping on his face. He goes, well, I just feel silly now. <laughs> and he steps off into the night to be seen again. Who knows? Tune in next episode for episode 100 of SETI BIMCO. True. The end. Ironically, I had an uncle named Stomachfoot. So. <laughs> so, wow. <laughs> no, I don't want to go into it. <laughs> yeah, it's a very painful memory. <laughs> oh, my God. Gotham City. To be fair, Tim, <clears throat> Gotham City has only come up twice in this. It's almost <laughs> always. I could have made this a Spider-Man villain, a much more popular <laughs> recurrent theme for me. I didn't, so I think I should be commended on my restraint. Yeah. yeah. One, one more time, we get sued. Woo. <laughs> I got a call. Um, was it was it the estate of Steve Ditko? <clears throat> no, just DC Comics. <laughs> oh, wait. They, they oh, own yeah. a copyright on uh, Butler Porn. On Batman? Butler Porn. On Butler Porn. Yes. All right. True story. If you have the DC Comics app and you're reading stuff and it's a very poorly designed app, 
And if you're reading through a comic and like it takes too long to load because it takes a while to load, a little picture of Alfred will pop up and say, <laughs> sorry, we're having trouble serving that to you right now. Is this true? It really does oh, say that. Okay. Yeah. I thought you are going somewhere with that. <laughs> nope, that's it. Just a true story. True story about DC's shitty comics app. And if it takes a really long time, does he start to shrivel and age? <laughs> he, he, if it takes a long time, if you watch, he just kind of shifts uncomfortably and looks behind him, right. turns around to the back computer, and hits play on the butler porn he's <laughs> watching. And you can watch butler porn with Alfred if you're lucky. All right. This is good stuff. This is good. Play my music. What a good podcast. Play my music. All right. All right. He's <clears throat> playing. So Beth is the girl who was always worried about the giant goat killer. Oh, I knew you were going to do her. Beth's father was killed by the giant goat killer, and she wants revenge on the town for not taking her seriously about this. You know, they're just, they're busy ignoring Mike and his stories of slugs. They're also ignoring her. Yeah. Yes. The giant goat killer. Was it a giant goat who was a killer, or was it somebody who killed giant goats? And if so, was it, Beth's dad a goat? It just looks like a goat. That's what she calls it. It looks a like a two-legged goat. goat. Okay. Like a, an evil... Right. Uh, like a satyr. Evil like satyr. a satyr. Yeah. yeah. Evil Does satyr. Does he eat cans? A a sa- Which is, I'm not... Oh I'm, not said, I'm not... You, I'm, not you, uh, I'm not shitting on that. I'm just saying that. That's... You said both terms wrong. He's, he's a creature <laughs> of mythology. For her. her dad worked hard for the town of the dump. Many was the day he showed Beth how to work the giant compactor that crushed old worn-out nativity scenes and posters for that naughty movie, The Last Temptation of Christ, and tons of terrible homework that the wicked bitch gave out. So one day, while Beth was with her dad, as he was towing away a broken and worn-out nativity scene, the goat killer showed up, (laughs) and Beth's dad Uh tried to fight him off, but the monster killed him and ran off. So today, when Beth notices that people are still being killed in town, she knows it's the giant goat killer. He usually kills people putting out nativity scenes. Thus, Beth makes a goat killer costume out of her mother's shag carpets she never got rid of in the 1980s. <laughs> but she only has the wise man head she stole from Miss Chester's nativity scene to use for her mask. Thus, she becomes Mr. the goat Chester. killer to hopefully be seen and scare people into action once they see it's real. Yes. <laughs> Why does wearing a wise man head make you look like a goat killer? Well, she drew, she got a marker and like uh-huh. drew uh, a beard on it and evil looking eyebrows and painted it red. Okay. So thus, but just as she is about to run down Main Street, she sees uh-huh. the real goat killer and it eats old man Bob as he Twist. as he was passed out and sleeping in the manger of the nativity scene in town. <laughs> oh, it, it ate him? <laughs> yes. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Beth, dressed as a goat killer, sees this from across the street, sees the goat killer, wants to steal the baby Jesus from the manger, mm-hmm. and runs away as is, is afraid of the wise man mm-hmm. head that, sh- that she's wearing. The wise man goat head, yeah. yes. Frozen. Actually, sounds like you described a devil head. Wise man goat <laughs> devil head. Frozen yeah. in her tracks by the horror of what she has just seen, she ends up getting arrested by the sheriff for stealing old man, old... Old Miss Garvey's wise man head. Miss Garvey now. What was her name before? <laughs> I don't think oh, it was Garvey. Miss Chester. It was Miss Chester. Yes. Sorry. Oh, I thought it was a new character. Okay. <laughs> In prison, she realizes that the goat killer was drawn to the baby Jesus, uh-huh. like most uh-huh. crypto creatures. Crypto. Or, or as you might say, cryptids. cryptids. There's other cryptids. Yep. Just like Bigfoot. Hermaphrodite. Just like Bigfoot and other cryptids. She deduces Sater. if she can get that baby Jesus, she can lure it to the town garbage dump and crush it in the compactor. How? She's in prison. But first, she needs to get out of prison. 
Ah. Because the town has been blown up by uh, by that silly <laughs> event <laughs> with the gas. By Grady being an idiot. She yeah. just sneaks through the floor because it's full of holes. And, oh, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, she puts on her goat killer outfit and heads into the woods with baby Jesus. And uh-huh. the scent of the plastic baby Jesus soon attracts the goat killer. And soon uh-huh. it's following her to the dump. <clears throat> you know, and she ran through a tree and it tore off her goat costume and she just looked human. And the goat killer chased her into the dump and almost caught her, but she found an old Tom Hanks head from the hit movie Big in the garbage, and it scared the goat killer. As she started started up the contract compactor, she put it on her, she painted it red, what? and she put little Why? evil looking. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! <laughs> Why was there a Tom Hanks head from the hit movie Big that had just come out? Yeah, they but just I don't. Folks, if, <laughs> do you remember there being three-dimensional Tom Hanks heads when Big came yes, out? I sure to don't. the movie. Okay. At the theater. All right, okay. I what was the name you. of this town? Uh, Ashton. Ashton. Ashton had a big uh, opening for Big. Tom Hanks showed up. Okay. Had a parade. That makes sense. Baby Jesus in the manger was in the parade. Yep. I don't know why she keeps dressed up like a goat when she's chasing <laughs> by the goat. This story has more plot holes than the movie it began. She starts up the compactor and she tosses Baby Jesus into the compactor. The real goat killer Uh jumps in after it and yells, my precious, and is thus crushed (laughs) by the compactor. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, she staggered back into town and fell asleep in the nativity scene and got arrested Uh again for sleeping in the nativity scene. What did I write here? That's the end. (laughs) Oh, she was put back in prison and she was off. She felt really good about everything. You know, even though, uh, you know, she felt good that she had killed the goat killer until yep. she saw on the oh, oh, bathroom wall oh, of prison. After it said, credit scene. Yeah, on the bathroom wall, it, it was written for a, for a goat killer time called <laughs> Beth. There you Beth. go. Oh, <laughs> my God. Whew. Tim. I got to shorten these. I admit it. Yeah, that was. I admit. <laughs> I got to shorten these. <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, if you look at a typical movie as having a three-act structure, the typical Tim Hamilton revenge sequel has like a seven-act structure. Not seven It acts. should be studied in film school. Yeah, about seven acts. She, Pitches back and forth. She told people about the goat killer. No one believed her. She formulated uh-huh. a pan- plan after seeing what happened. Uh, uh-huh. And then she uh, went forth with that plan and killed the goat killer. Yeah, but you forget that uh, then she gets arrested, <laughs> yeah. goes back to jail, escapes, dresses up as the goat killer again, gets chased by the real goat killer, loses her costume, finds the Tom Hanks head, <laughs> turns that into a goat killer costume, gets it again, kills the goat, then goes back, falls asleep in a, in a nativity scene <clears throat> again, and gets arrested again. I guess I should I could I edit a few things out, huh? The <clears throat> Tom Hanks head was the part that really had me scratching my head. I took out a lot of parts where people were like, very horny after getting home from work. Oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, I thought you were making a fucking goat joke. Oh, no. Just right. from this movie. Yep. So we do have a letter that was written to you. Woo! And you, you read were it? away for two weeks, so we saved it for you. Yep. Well, it just says, it okay. just says, it just answers your question, your secret phrase. What was your secret My phrase? My secret phrase. Do you fra- remember? So it was, uh, I think it was greased up. No, it was oily Aztec goddess, I think. Okay, well, Zachary Presley so, wrote in. He just wrote that to win whatever you offer. All right. So, um, and well, did another he, person, did too. He, who else? A a Mr. Kevin Kablasta. 
We're not going to write anything to that guy. <laughs> did did the first gentleman, yes. did they supply us with an address? Not yet. I All guess right. we'll say, hey, send us an address, Mr. We could also, Zachary since they Presley. wrote us a Zachary Presley, no relation to Elvis, presumably. I not. Please send us a, uh, well, actually, you know what? Why don't we just send them an email so it doesn't take months? Oh, yeah, I can email, I, and, I can email back. And, and I will send you, if I recall, this was something that happened probably, considering the, the special word was oily Aztec <laughs> goddess, it was probably on the Jack Weiss classic. Yes. Um, one of them. Crypt of Dark Secrets. Yep. And I think what I promised was actually a drawing of Dombala, the oily Aztec goddess herself, on a postcard. Oh. I'll do that for you. So we'll send you an email. Do you think, Zachary do you Presley? think we need proof from Mr. Presley that he's older than 11 for a picture of Dombala? That's why we can't send one to uh, Mr. Kablasto. He's he's definitely well, Kevin 11 Kablasto, years old. He's on a bunch of <laughs> – he's also on a lot of lists that prevent people from sending him that sort of material. But uh, uh, I'll email I him. don't think – He's on the Discord, so okay. I really do. Zachary Presley? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. I guess because uh, you know, you're assuming I'm going to draw her in a profane yeah. way, but I'm just, I was, I was going to draw her uh, wearing a hazmat suit. Okay. It is a postcard, yeah. so it's got to get through the U.S. Postal Service. That's also true. Yeah. So you know what? Sorry. If you were expecting a really spicy drawing of Dumbala, <laughs> this is going to be like, because she's like, you know, that's a real gumbo sort of movie. Yeah. Real Cajun, this is not Cajun spice version. <laughs> Well, we'll find out how old, how old Mr. Yep. Presley is. Do you want yep. to get in trouble? Yep. Do you want to get a code, code like name it, Tim, from the Secret you're, Service? That's true. You're, Secret <laughs> Service now is involved in, in this sort of thing. All right. We talk. Episode 99 in the can. Tim, episode 100 is next. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a big announcement as you know, every 50 episodes or so, we like to pivot a bit in the show. We have a big announcement as to uh, the theme coming up with episode 100, but we do have a movie yep. to fill out this current incarnation, this revenge-fueled incarnation of Seti Bimco. <laughs> it's a movie, probably the most perfect movie for Seti Bimco. Tim, what so? is that movie we're going to watch? No, I don't. I think Boggy <laughs> Creek was... It's all let it down since then. But uh, can I get the trying to hype up the people? What's the movie we're gonna watch? It's called Uh huh. Garbage Pail Kids. The movie. The movie. Have you ever That's seen it? That's right. No. Okay, I've never seen it either. My sister owned many cabbage patch kids growing up. No relation. Nope. Her first one was named Lars Jeremiah. I remember that. And it was it was a bald baby. And my brother had a suction cup arrow set. And I remember the day he shot the suction cup arrow at Lars Jeremiah and it actually stuck to his plastic head. Uh And I laughed so hard and my sister cried so hard. (laughs) It was just such, such an epic meltdown day. (laughs) Wow. So I hope, I hope some of that hilarity and chaos is captured did she, did she fall on the kids. floor and cry? I would like to picture. And did you fall on the other no. floor and laugh and <laughs> pee your pants? Honestly, if I remember this correctly, she cried and then proceeded to pummel my little brother pretty badly. <laughs> I think there was a lot of crying all around, and I think I got yelled at for laughing. It was all it was all bad. But at, all these years later, I still remember that kid's name. That it was a doll, <laughs> Lars Jeremiah. You made me <laughs> Lars Jeremiah. <laughs> What an amazing name. Lars Jeremiah. Right? 
I at that age I'd never heard the word Lars before. <laughs> I'm like, wait, is that really that's a name? We're gonna pretend Lars is a name. Why don't I name the kid Jeremiah? For those of you who don't know, Cabbage Patch Kids, each one was different. They were all unique. Mm-hmm. So. And they would each, you would be given a little, it would give you a little birth certificate with them that would tell you the doll's name. And it was all different names. Mm. Ninety And Lars Jeremiah. 90s one. 90s had one called Hermie Hermaphrodite. Hermaphrodite. Hermie. <laughs> Hermie Hermaphrodite. Hermie Hermaphrodite. Oh my God. Why can you, why can you not say this Hermaphrodite. Word? Right? No. No. Say it again. All right, her Herm, mm-hmm. like the dentist from like uh, from Rudolph Redner's Reindeer. Herm Afro, Herm Afro, like the Dite. hairstyle. Oh, Hermaphrodite. Yep, Hermaphrodite. Oh, Hermaphrodite. You're, You're like Hormorfador four four. Woo! We better go. We have fun on this podcast, folks. All right, on, uh, Instagram and Threads. I'm on Threads now. We are, and and check out our new website. I mean, Everyone's on threads around Blue Sky. Blue Sky, yep. threads, Instagram. Listen to us everywhere. Check out our new website. There's a blog there with some pictures. I posted the cat from uh, Love After Death that George didn't see. But I saw it now. Thank you, Tim. Uh, email us at setibimco with an E at gmail.com. And we talk so long. That's it. Do you have anything else to say? Yep. I got nothing. Uh, nothing? Nothing funny? Come on, see us funny. next week as we watch something Garbage funny. Uh, kids. Create it, create it by kids. Car- cartoonist. The, the, yep. the stickers. We'll talk more about that. Cre- created by the creator of Mouse yeah. and another guy. Yeah, don't leave him out. Yeah, some other guy. Some other guy. All right, bye. All right, bye, everybody. This has been a Petty Party Line production. It's a party line. Give us a break. Don't start with that goat killer shit again. It's not shit. He really exists. Who exists? The goat killer. He comes down from the hills at night and kills people. And then he eats them. That's gross. You're on drugs, girl. I swear. Either that or you need professional help. Then if you want to put his real and he got Ron Bell last night. <laughs> we got Ron Bell last night. I'm hungry, babe. Give me a burger. Give me a burger.